rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Boom goes the dynamite. Hello, everyone. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. This is unapologetic liberal talk, and the world needs more of that, honestly, because we're up against it. Yes, we're living in the last days of the American Republic. Yeah, you're right. You're not seeing things. It's happening. So we have a duty to stand up and fight these bastards. Fight them on the beaches. We will fight them in the hills. We will fight them in the streets. We will never surrender. I'm quoting Churchill, as you know, since the fascists in the White House want to compare Twitler to Churchill and FDR in the way that he down, downplayed the coronavirus or lied about the coronavirus and got us to the point where 200,000 Americans are dying. I mean, the whole country is burning. California is not the only state that's burning. This whole country is burning, literally and figuratively. And who, who would have known? Really? I mean, I guess we would have known. I knew. <laughs> Years ago, we would, when I was with Mike Malloy, would talk, you know, in Washington, not with him, not, uh, we were <laughs> not with him in the biblical sense or whatever, in Washington, D.C., I'm talking about. We would discuss it how the country is going headlong into fascism. And all it took was a little push. That's it. We were on the brink, as it is. It only took... It took... What did it take? I don't know. Twitler? He's the symptom. Yeah, I gotta do the, the intro. I didn't do the intro. We just started talking. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And if you haven't already, please um, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and the notification bell so you will hear it when... Hopefully this thing is playing. Oh. When we... Okay, I'm just getting distracted by another thing. This is why we, I ask you also to become a patron um, so we can get to the point where we can do a daily show and maybe we'll get some help around here. I don't know. Look at me. I'm exhausted. And I'm only drinking... Look at this. I'm drinking ginger ale tonight instead of coffee because I actually have kind of an upset stomach. So I don't know. If it's I have a migraine or I ate something funny, hopefully I won't throw up during the show. That wouldn't be very professional. All right. Uh, what else? Become a patron. Pe we're bleeding patrons right now, I have to say. I think it's just the nature of the country, frankly. Everybody's in dire straits. So if you can become a patron, please do. 
at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin because we don't have big billionaire benefactors. So, and we only have each other. All right. I like, thank you, Jim, for your super chat on YouTube. If you're on any other platform, you come join us on YouTube. That's where I'll be hanging out and reading the tweets. Not the tweets, the texts, everything, whatever. You know what I'm saying. And what else? Somebody on Facebook posted a question mark. Oh, I'm sorry, Peter. What am I supposed? What am I supposed to say? What is that question mark? What is this? What I I don't understand. Just a question. Is this an existential crisis or? What, what do I look like here? Friggin' Dear Abby, Ann Landers or something? You got, but you gotta pose a question. Not just a question mark. That's pretty much an open-ended qu- question. Alright, what else? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the answer... <laughs> it's... The answer is 42, Jim says. On the chat. Alright. Um, the thing that's so offensive about living in the decline of the American Republic, besides everything else, is living amongst the Trumpanzies. I mean, that's almost beyond unbearable. But it's, it proves me right all the time. Not that I want to be right. That's why I say it sucks to be right. I do not want to be right about this. I wish I was wrong. I wish, wouldn't it be great if when we had a, well, first of all, I guess you know what it is. Fascism is inevitable here. Because you have to cultivate democracy. It's not a given. And it's never a guarantee. And they knew that when they were creating it. As we know, as Nancy Pelosi likes to quote constantly, a republic if you can keep it. If you can keep it. She keeps saying that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, If you can keep it, well... Of course, we have a fascist. Neoliberalism lays the groundwork for fascism. But what's so offensive about living in this country is I I am always, I got to say, I am kind of shocked at how, just how complicit the Republican Party really are the entire pretty much all of them except the i guess the lincoln project people who jump ship but don't think that they are our friends not in any sense of the word they will turn their their fire on us soon enough if we ever get too uppity and want to ensure want to shore up this country in a way that fascism never rises again like FDR instructed us or directed us to do the stuff of dictatorships how do you fight that how do you prevent a dictator you ensure that you have a functioning working class and you know it's really irritating living in a country where any time we try to ensure that a fascist doesn't rise into power, well, it's too late now, but what we're talking about, when we talk about living wages, when we talk about high marginal tax rates, 
when we talk about universal health care, universal higher education, that's what we're talking about. We are reviving uh, um, policies or a spirit that is already in the American experience. That's what FDR was talking about in his second Bill of Rights. There would be nothing easier than the Democratic Party picking up FDR's second Bill of Rights, picking up that baton and carrying it over the finish line. But they're not interested in that, it seems. That's why we're here. Because we're the real Democrats. We're the real FDR Democrats. And we are also the real patriots. Absolutely. And we have to reclaim it unapologetically. And that's why we call this show Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Because we're on the right side of history. That's how I end the show all the time. We absolutely are. And what is so shocking... And it's disappointing, and that's why I'm really, I guess that's why I get down in general, and sometimes I get, like, it's hopeless here, because we are, it's, it's a constant gaslighting by the fascists and by those on the Democratic side of the aisle as well. Nothing, uh, I don't know, I guess the whole spirit of unity so yesterday was September 11th, and Joe Biden was here in New York, and so was Mike Pence, and they, they did an elbow bump, a bit of, I guess it's like, oh, look, we really can get along. You going to get along with that? With that liar? This is what confuses me, and... You know, it doesn't help. Uh, and I, this is why I believe that, you know, we're being gaslit. And we're even being gaslit. And maybe Joe Biden doesn't know. We're being gaslit by him. He is... There's no one who is working harder, it seems, to convince us that the Republican Party has a redeeming quality. I don't know. Maybe I'm misreading it. My name is Tara Devlin. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. This is Tara Devlin. Thank you, Lori, for your super chat. That very generous super chat. Thank you so much. That's going to... Stuff like that? That's what we need. We have to... I mean, these are the practical realities. We didn't... We only were we this week. I was only able to do the show one night on Wednesday, Wednesday evening. I want to do the show every day. That's what's called for. Honestly, if we really want to make a difference, that's how it has to be. But I can't do it alone. We need patrons. We need supporters. And yeah, that's where it stands. So anything you can do to help. That's all we can say. I know that everybody's hanging by a thread. If we, if I were, uh, if this was the Diamond and Silk show, don't worry about it. They'd have, they're well-funded, but we only have each other. All right. Yeah. So 
it annoyed me. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just... Uh, what's the word? Conscious, man. Uh, oh, thank you, guys. The super chat's coming in. Oh, look at this. You know, I tried to set up this widget on... That didn't work. I'll have to try it again. When, when people chatted or super chatted, it popped up, but it's not working. Like it said something on screen, but it isn't working. Oh, what else is new? We do it anyway, right? That's what we do. Okay, the, let me get... First of all, sorry, guys. Thank you, Deborah, for your super chat. And thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Yet again, Trump virus. Hashtag Trump virus. Absolutely. So, all right. It irritated me when I saw... Oh, here we go again. I'm sorry. There's a fucking asshole on the chat. Trump 2020. How come... What is with them? Trump 2020. Are you a bunch of goddamn parrots? Morons. Trump 2020. You might as well just lay up poop in your diaper. Idiot. You're an idiot, you're an un-American, you hate America, you're not a patriot, and get off my goddamn channel. Dupe, fool, stupid. I have no time for these people. Trump 2020, if a Trump and Z ever had anything interesting to say, I would faint, frankly. Trump 2020, yeah, the tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying, con-man, traitor, 2020, you effing traitor, all of them, sick. If you're smart, guess what? Okay, he writes, or whoever, she, if you're smart, vote Trump. Guess what? Anybody want to take a bet? How did they spell your If you're smart, if you are smart, dummy, you would know how to spell Y-O-U-W-R-E. Excuse me. Sick, stupid, ignorant, morons. I have no time. I think you're the sick one. Learn how to spell, idiot. I'm sorry I'm screaming into this mic here. I'm sure the levels are going off the chart. Oh, God. Learn how to spell. You know what that's a reflection of? Your intellectual inferiority and your lack of intellectual curiosity. That's what makes you a dupe to a con man. And I bet you if I spent 10 minutes with you, we would figure out your real problem. We know what it is. You don't like sharing the country with people who have darker pigment. That's what it is, right? Because you're incapable. You lack the the maturity to function in a free democratic society. You, You can only pretend to love it. That's why you chant like a little dummy, like a Trump University graduate, who's hopped up on Trump Network vitamins, and you come into this room, and you have nothing interesting to say. That's all you can say is Trump 2020 and 
Here's a couple of misspelled texts. You embarrass yourselves, but what do, what do we expect? We can only, my father said it succinctly and he put it clearly. We could only expect grunts from pigs. No offense to pigs, because pigs have redeeming value. They're charming, intelligent. They add to society. They add to their community. They're not like Trumpanzees, who are takers, who are morons, who are ignoramuses. I guess you love the rioting and looting in the democratic cities, LOL. He's really LOLing, I'm sure. LOL, what's, I love LOL. Honey, you never LOL unless somebody says the N-word. I guarantee it. LOL, you must, you, you really must slay them at the Klan rally with your scintillating commentary. And what is this? I asked you a question. Someone's screaming at me now. You guys, what's up with uh, Periscope tonight? Do you support LGBTQ? Um, I ha- uh, what do I look like? Do I look like uh, Miss Heterosexual or something? I'm actually, uh, I am an LGBTQ. So, Trump 2020. Now, fuck off back to QAnon moron and well do yourself a favor learn how to spell because you prove me correct every time you're the dupe of a con man you're also a traitor who hates america not only do you hate america you're confused by america that's why you hate america it's really simple america was founded by progressives liberals people who are who who said we don't need a king in an aristocracy right what are you oh you would rather have a goddamn tax cheating draft dodging con man uh, as long as he keeps everybody in their place go go you 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 make me sick you make me sick you need how to speak. Okay, bye. I'm done. I can't. Oh, God. This is what... You hear what's going on? You hear how stupid they are? You're. If you're smart, they, they have no irony. No sense of irony either. If you're smart, you will vote Trump. If you are... This is how they... And they spell it Y-O-U-R. If you're smart, if you're smart, what, moron? Embarrassed this country. They hate this country. That's what it's about. Because they don't like democracy. They can't handle it. It's too much freedom for people. They want everybody in their place. They like the hierarchy. Yes, they do. They wear me out. Suzanne on the chat. Hello. My name is Tara Devlin. I'm just sick of them. 
That's what it is. I'm sick of having to share the same air with a bunch of morons who are dragging this country into hell. Murdering their fellow Americans. I mean, you're not patriots. Simple. Put on a mask, idiot, or do us a favor and go, go die. Go get coronavirus. Leave us alone, but go crawl into some hole somewhere. Don't bother us. Don't come out and spread it like you spread your ignorance and stupidity. God, I'm tired of them. I have no time for them. This is why when I see Mike Pence and Biden, oh, arm, great, tapping arms. Oh, wonderful. Look, we can get along, really? Then he runs right to the goddamn Fox News camera to spread more lies. No. So, no. We don't need you tapping elbows with a fascist. The, the saving grace of Twitler is that he is so blatantly and, uh, and overwhelmingly, obviously, incompetent, a con man, a tax cheat, a draft dodger, a hater of this country, a dictator coddling con man someone who wouldn't who, who sells this country out every day to line his own pockets and the pockets of his useless waste of dna children they are waste of life they are an insult to anybody who has a conscience who has a conscience who isn't an america hating tool burning and looting get lost you're the burners and looters this is the irony they're the ones that's what they love that's why when um bob woodward asks trump about what do you think about your white privilege and he's like oh you really drank the kool-aid you know why because they want to keep the they want to keep the division going they like divide and conquer. So they will never, ever have a, uh, any kind of reconciliation, truth and reconciliation. Or the, the, it's exactly why they will never recognize that there is systemic, systematic, and historical racism in this country, that it has, this country has been built on racism because they don't want us to heal that's what it is because they get so much bang for their buck for the um for hating this country you know for dividing us so and if anybody likes burning it's those assholes that's what it's about they love it so they constantly light the fuse that's what they do Scums, while the elites who laugh at them, laugh at them more. I don't laugh at them. I pity them. I re- well, I also revile them. Ugh, they disgust me. But the fact is, pull away from the mic. Why, is it too loud when I'm screaming? The fact is that 
Well, I forgot what I was saying because everybody's yelling at me in all different directions. Okay, someone's on Periscope saying, do you have kids? I'm not doing a show just for you. Yelling at me. I asked you a question. There's a whole bunch of people over at YouTube. If you want to join the conversation, I suggest you go to youtube.com slash C for channel slash RDT Daily Media. Oh, my God. Goodbye. Do you want to make out with Ellen DeGeneres? You're annoying me. Bye. Give me a break. No, I don't, actually, because she's annoying. All right. Uh, what was I saying before I had a scream at a Trump and Oh, yeah. Let me show you what what's annoying besides everything else. Where is it? God damn it. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's Pence, you know, B- um, Biden's pal. In his defense of these audio tapes has basically said this, is, this was a strategy on his part to prevent panic, to bring calm to the American people. So if it was a strategy, is it one that you, know, you knew of, Mr. Vice President? What I saw firsthand from that day in January in the Oval Office when President Trump took the unprecedented step Are you of kidding suspending me? all travel from China. Oh, look at the furrowed brow and how sincere. You see, you know what? This is why the Republicans are, we, well, the Republicans are scum, we know that, but why Trump is almost a gift to exposing them to our, well, to the ultimate goal of exposing them, even though they'll, they'll never learn, they'll never change. That's why the Republican Party is irredeemable and must be relegated to history's trash pile where they belong with the rest of the fascists, where all the fascist scum eventually wind up. But if it was Pence... You know, for a fact, if we were under President Pence, if President Pence was squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, what would they do? Would there be a Lincoln Project? Absolutely not, because Pence would be able to play the game, but he would be just as disgusting, just as anti-American, just as un-American, just as destructive to this country, just as inept, as ignorant, as dangerous. Absolutely. So it's never ending with these Republicans. How many people have to die? It doesn't matter if they're caught on tape if he's caught shooting someone on Fifth Avenue. It doesn't matter. They will rally to his defense. They will cover his ass. Yes, absolutely. So if it were President Pence, what do you think um, Rick Wilson would be saying? He'd be on MSNBC and all the other corporate media channels that allow him a large platform, and he would be 
praising President Pence. You know it. They would all vote for him, just like they voted for John McCain and Sarah effing Palin. Just as Steve Schmidt. Steve Schmidt, you know, he's so eloquent. Absolutely. I appreciate how he eviscerates Twitler and the current disgusting Republican con party. But if it was Pence, and we never had a Twitler, you know what they, they would all fall in line. There would be no, uh, uh, there would be no um, shareable clips of Steve Schmidt eviscerating Mike Pence. There would be no, there would be no Lincoln Project talking about how Mike Pence is unfit, how Mike Pence is a traitor, even though he is. He's all those things, and he would be all those things. Because every, every minute, every administration, every disgusting, filthy, greed-centered, America-hating Republican who has ever squatted in the White House in lo- as long as I've been alive, they have brought us closer and closer to this inevitable demise. The inevitable demise of a, of a republic. Republics die. It's, look at history. Every republic before us has fallen because of the same kind of enabling, cowardice, the self-serving, the self-dealing. They want to make money. There's no borders for them. They only wave the flag to get the idiots to fall in line, to, to give the idiots cover so they can believe that they're patriots when they're hating just about everybody in the country when they are participating in the demise of this country by tearing this country apart, by not giving a crap about anybody but themselves, not wearing a mask, and then they turn around and call themselves patriots. Not, what, saying all lives matter when they, when we say black lives matter and they call themselves patriots? Please, when, if they, if they really cared about the future of this country, about the present of this country, they would, if, if a whole segment of the society was hurting, was in pain, and said, we're tired of being goddamn targets, and we, we don't have to, don't take my word for uh, the, the systemic racism that this country was built on. Look at the laws. Look at the redlining. Look at the GI goddamn bill that was denied African-American soldiers. And then you tell me that there's, you don't, that, that uh, anybody who understands differently drank the Kool-Aid? Honey, you drank the Kool-Aid. 
Republicans have drank, they've, what is the word, drunk the Kool-Aid. Absolutely, because they're a cult. They're a greed-centered death cult. Which is why they have to wrap themselves in the flag. Because they're not patriots. They have to pretend they, they think all lives matter. Because no lives matter but theirs. They have to uh, talk about the Constitution when they have zero grasp of the goddamn English language, much less the Constitution. Oh, yeah, speak English, speak English. Try starting with yourselves, morons. You embarrass yourselves. You prove me right all the time, every time they open their mouths. Because it's a sign of intellectual incuriosity. Yeah, people make spelling mistakes, but they are pathological. The fact that they can't tell the difference between your Y-O-U-R and Y-O-U apostrophe R-E and don't know when to use that, that is a, that's a sign that they don't read, that they've never read they get their history lessons f- from memes. Misspelt tweets. These morons. They're a minority. You understand? They are. That's why they have to cheat. And they, but they're a very loud, whiny baby minority. And... I mean, they need to be put in their place and not coddled. And I'm sick of coddling them. And all you got to do is know a little bit about the history of this country to know that we are in this boat right now because of the history of coddling conservatives from the goddamn founding of the country coddling conservatives and also greed how the government has been slowly turned into an appendage of the affairs of the one percent and that's why you know we're in this boat and the best oh we can hope for is joe biden bumping elbows with a fascist oh wow we want some to get along. We want them to get along. No, we would like not to be the 34th out of 35 countries out of the, uh, the, the developed countries. Uh, best, what are we, 34 out of 35 best places to raise a family. We're 34 out of 35. We just made another list, another poor showing on another list. And I'm trying to remember what it was, but if we, we, we are, oh yeah, um, the social, social progress index. We, f- we fell in that list. We've actually plummeted. But keeps chanting USA, 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 while, what? You think you're, you think you're better 
That's all. It's like it's like uh, James Baldwin said. If the stupidest, ugliest on the inside white dotard uh, thinks that he or she is better than even the best person with darker pigment, at least they can say, oh, I am better than them. And that's what it's about. They have no clue. Burning cities. Come to my city, bitch. This is, well, I don't, uh, I know you watch Fox News, which is why you're stupid. Why? I mean, there's studies. Oh, oh yeah, they're all fake, though, right? Everything's fake, except QAnon. And your tax-cheating con man, he's not fake. The, the one who had the fake university, the fake vitamin scam, the fake veterans charity. Everybody's fake but him. The fake origin story. The fake everything. He's even got fake buildings. All he does is put his name on buildings. We, I live here in New York. I've had to endure the disco-prowling con man. Christ, stupid. Come to this city. Oh, it's so, it's everything is uh, burning. No, it's not. What's burning is the fact that we aren't going to take it anymore from the right-wingers with all of the goddamn conservative fascist knees on our necks. Because the fascist chickens always come home to roost in failure. That's why we are embarrassingly falling lower and lower on the social progress index. We're, we're below, let me see. Social, oh, well, I know there's a big picture of Mike Pence on your screen. Progress Index America. Let's see. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's, if that's what you call success, that you want to be the 34th out of the 35 best places to raise a family because we don't have health care, because we don't have days off, because we don't have retirement, we don't have the basic... Um, baseline that the rest of successful countries, democratic republics, they're not teetering on fascism. They're not teetering. They're not, they're not toying with fascism in Norway, in New Zealand, in Canada. You know why? Because they are functioning they have civilization here they got we got a bunch of grifters who funnel money into their own pockets while they tickle the racist funny bones of the idiots who don't know when to use y-o-u-w-r-e or y-o-u-r and they fall right in line morons and i'm done with them i'm done Let's listen to them. Let's meet them in the middle. I don't meet morons in the middle because that's in the middle of moronity is stupidity. 
and willful ignorance. And I'm sorry. My mother raised me right. For God's sakes, I, I'm sorry yours didn't. You should be, she should be ashamed of herself. But she's probably a Trump anzi too. On Rith, all right, let's here, here, here. I'm sorry. Let me continue this clip of Mike Pence, and then we can get rid of his face. Public health emergency is that uh, this president to put the health of America first from day one. Uh, really? Is that why we're, people, we have more coronavirus cases? Why we're not even out of the woods? We're not even in the woods yet. We're, we're, uh, we're just getting started. And I know, I, I love, I'm watching whatever on corporate media and they're running ads, and some of the ads are like, we're finally getting back to... No, we're not. We might be getting back to whatever here in New York because we did some things right here. Didn't listen to Twitler. We wore masks. But we're the only one. The worst is yet to come. We're not even... We're not even in... We're barely in the woods. We're not getting through the... We're getting back to normal. I know. It's like babies want to get back to normal without doing the work. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Stupid. Infants. This is what I'm talking about. Conservatives. They're not patriots. They wouldn't put a mask on to save their own goddamn mother, much less their country. Filthy bastards. Welcome back. My name is Tara Devlin. I'm a very nice, um, well-spoken person who never gets angry. Thank you, Shannon, for your super chat. Thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. All right. If, if we were listening to Mike Pence, if... This is what it looks like when they put the health of the American people first. A thousand Americans dying every day. That's not normal. You know, back in uh, the socialist, they have a socialist president in New Zealand. In that country where you don't hear people screaming, they don't uh, scream in each other's faces without masks. They don't scream. The, the socialist leader of New Zealand doesn't get on Twitter and say, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia, while we're in the very beginning of trying to get this thing under control. They don't, uh, guess what? They got to, they got it under control in New Zealand. They got to even have sports events in a stadium with crowds live sporting events you know like you babies want to have babies infants that's why they can't they can't be trusted with power conservatives they never could every other country on earth 
They got rid of slavery with legislation. Not here. This is the aftermath. We're living in the kind of country that compromises with evil. It's the truth. We know what's right and wrong. They knew what was right and wrong back in the day, back in 1860. But they wanted to keep the human property. And now today, it's, we're, we're still living in that legacy of appeasing the evil bastards who have, who have nothing good planned for this country. They're the ones. They don't like cities burning. Then don't light the match. Grow up a little. Look at yourself in the mirror. Learn your own history. Don't be a racist. Because that's the hallmark of an ignoramus. But that's why they so easily lead you. Anyway, here, here. Uh, If this is them, uh, Penn says how they put the health of the American people first. If that's them putting the health of the American people first, I like to see what happens when they're slacking. If that's your best, it sucks. It's the worst. Their best is the worst. Well, what else did we know? I mean, tell me something I didn't know already. Uh, But he also wanted to reassure the American people all along the way. There's that old saying from World War II in Great Britain that uh, keep calm, carry on. Oh, my God. the presidential leadership. Keep uh, calm. Keep calm and carry on. Really? Oh, uh, that's not. uh, It's so offensive for this filthy America-hating con man to compare himself to Winston Churchill, it's sickening. Winston Churchill never minced words about what they were up against. He never, he never said, oh, uh, don't worry about it. It's going to go away like a dream. One day, just like a miracle. We're going to wake up one day and Hitler's going to be gone. It'll be like a dream. Oh, no worry. Hitler is not... Nothing to worry about. He's just a bit... He's a little loud, but... Don't worry. Don't worry about the military buildup. Don't worry about the invasion of Poland. Don't worry about the fall of France. We're good. No, hey, hey. Don't worry about it. Because we're doing a great job here. I think our, this administration, we've done a brilliant job lying to you about the dangers of fascism and what we have ahead of us. Oh, don't worry, those bombs falling on Britain? It's nothing. It's just us doing a brilliant job. We, we couldn't have done it any better. I think, oh, you better, you should be lucky. Consider yourself lucky. 
that nobody else is sitting in this seat of power during this crucial time. Otherwise, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't have anything. You wouldn't have Bibles or God or, uh, I don't know, there might be a caravan coming across the border somewhere from some other so-called threat that we made up. I don't remember Churchill saying anything anything near that. It's sickening. He's a sick, sick person. And everybody who enables him are worse, frankly. You can... He is what he is. It is what it is. I'm sorry, exactly. It... It's not a human. It is what it is. Right? Oh, isn't it? It is what it... That's what he said. It is what it is. But... You never heard Churchill say, huh, hey, 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 thousands dead, Britain, Britain in, in ruins, the bombing of London, Brit- Blitzkrieg. Hey, it is what it is. We're doing a great job. Lying. No, in fact, quite the opposite. He prepared the Britons, the British people, for the fight. He told them the truth, what they were up against. He said, we will fight them to the last man. That's what he said, that we have a fight on our hands, and it's coming, and it's gonna, we're going to suffer. That's exactly what he said. It's sickening. How they, they compare themselves to, to Winston Churchill. We'll never lose our sense of comradeship with the French people. If we are now called upon to endure what they have been suffering, we shall emulate their courage. And if final victory rewards our toils, they shall share the gains. I, and freedom, shall be restored to all. We abate nothing of our just demands. Not one jot or tittle do we receive. Czechs, Poles, Norwegians, Dutch, Belgians have joined their cause to our own. All these shall be restored. What General Vagon calls the Battle of France is over. I expect that the Battle of Britain is about to begin. Yeah, don't worry about it. The Battle of Britain is going to begin. We got it under control. It's going. It's a miracle. One day, it's nothing. It's like it's a. It's not. It's a flu. It's sort of like the flu of world wars. This battle depends on the survival of Christian civilization. Upon it depends our own British life and the long continuity of our institutions and our empire. The whole fury and might of the enemy must very soon be turned on us. Oh, (laughs) wow. He's being a real downer there. It's not cheerleading at all. The fury might turn on us. 
Talk about a Debbie Downer. Huh. He doesn't sound like he loves his country. You know, Trump says, I love the country so much, I'm a, I have to be a cheerleader. Right? He loves it. Here. Here's him loving the country. They're getting better. Mm-hmm. And soon they're all going to be better. Hopefully it's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. Like a miracle. Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that, right? Oh. And this is the Boo. So healthy people, if you're healthy, uh, you will probably... Uh, Go through a process and, and go through a fine. process. It's called death. Go through a process. You'll just go through a process. Don't worry about it. Your soul will leave your body and uh, life. You'll breathe your last breath. It's just a process. Well, you'll be choking on your last breath, I'm sure. But hey, it's a process. It is what it is. Break us in this island or lose the war. If we can stand up to him, all Europe may be free, and the life of the world may move forward into broad, sunlit uplands. But if we fail, then the whole world, including the United States, probably not. President, is it safe or appropriate to be holding rallies during a public health crisis like this? Uh, I think it's very safe, yeah. I think it's very safe. Things are going very well, as you see. Do you believe oh. it's inevitable that the coronavirus will spread across the country? No, I don't think that's inevitable at all. We have right. a report today, the global death rate at 3.4%. Well, I think the 3.4% is really a false number. Now, oh, it's a fake, this is fake. Just my hunch. I think that when Poland fell, just a hunch. the abyss of a new dark age. Made more oh, just fake. It's just too. They're inflating the numbers to make my prime ministership time. look Let bad. Us, therefore, brace ourselves to our duties. Let's not wear a mask. That if the British Empire and its Commonwealth last for a thousand years, men will still say this was their finest hour. To this disappear it's a question of when this is going to go away with sorry about that stupid buzz this video it was a video of trump lying about the coronavirus for four minutes but i didn't know it had that beep 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 vaccine we have met the moment we have met the moment holy god we have met the moment. And we have... <laughs> and it's pathetic. We have met the moment. Holy shit. We've met the moment and it sucks. And we suck. <laughs> we, we have seen the enemy and it is... Uh, well, it's the Republicans. And their enablers, that's for sure. It's the Mike Pence's of the world. We have seen the enemy, and it is us. Well, it's the, it's the idiots who don't know how to spell Y-O-U. Well, they know how to spell it. They just don't know when to use it. Y-O-U-R. You're, if you're, what did he say? 
if you're smart, Y-O-U-R, smart, you'll vote for Trump. That says it all right there. You know what I mean? It really does. So, yeah, well, Trump, here's the thing. He said that he was only, he was downplaying it because he was cheerleading us, you know, to cheer us out into the streets, to scream in each other's faces without a mask, holding AK-47s and M-16s, storming the Capitol. But he didn't want to cause a panic. You know him. He's so about not causing panics. Where's that caravan, by the way? I thought the caravan was coming to kill us. Do you see how how dangerous it is to give them an inch? Enough. Enough. Enough of... Enough pandering. Enough pretending. Enough meeting them halfway. No! The other thing, it's, you don't have to... Oh, it's not about people. Um, we want them to get along. No, who cares? Only people who don't actually know what's going on in this government because they're too busy watching the, I don't know, the voice. They're the ones that say, oh, why can't we get along? You know what? We have a duty not to get along with fascists. That's called your patriotic duty. FDR knew that. That's why he never missed the opportunity to remind the American people who, who stood by while they lined up at, food, at bread lines. Well, we're lining up at the food banks now. What are the Republicans doing? Nothing. Lying. Politicizing the uh, intelligence agencies because they really care about you? They care about the American people? Uh, what did, what did uh, Twitler say? Joe Biden, if we vote for Biden, he, he's going to hurt the Bible, hurt God. Yeah, there's your president who doesn't want to cause a panic because he cares so much. Hurt the Bible. Hurt God. I thought God was all-powerful. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. And these idiots who don't know how to spell or when to spell or what to do or what to spell. (laughs) But they know they... I guess, I don't know. They know how... they, They know that Trump, they think... Well, they think. They could see... No, all the years that he was the con man, the hus- the huckster, he's a two-bit hustler. He's not even a, a, a one-bit or a three-bit. I don't even know what's better or worse. Hustler. He's not, he's a, he's a, he is a petty con man. Yeah, and now... The American people, I thought this guy was so rich. The American people are paying for him for his defense against a rape charge. And the lady 
who has accused him, she has DNA. That's what they're asking for. Twitler's DNA. And Bill Barr is, is fighting it with our, our tax dollars. Oh, and it's all perfectly legal, you see. What if Obama raped somebody in a department store or was accused of it, right? What if? Just play that game, racists, and let me know what you would do. You would be cool with that? I doubt it. That's why you're a goddamn bunch of racist frauds who hate this country. Obama, let's say, was accused of raping somebody in a department store and then turned around and used the, the, the Justice Department as his... As his lawyers, get the hell out of here. And they're fighting. They, they're fighting Twitler having to give his DNA. Because he, it's dead to rights. If you are not guilty, give your DNA, bitch. You coward. Oh. But of course not. Because he's guilty. You know he is. He's guilty as sin. And, you know, the Republicans, yeah, they're all about truth, justice, and the American way, except they're not. That's why they have to confuse, gaslight, call, they have to call that, they project, they call us. Um, we're, we just don't understand America, we don't love America. That's because they don't love America. Look at how they behave. Unbelievable. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Oh, my God. I'm going to have a coronary. Let me see. How come I can't see your super chats? I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. Thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Thank you, Terry and Shannon and Renee. Thank you for your super chat. Renee says, Biden by a landslide. Yeah, it has to be. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. They're going to have, they're going to, he's not, he's not leaving. He's not going quietly. He's going to be dragged, kicking and screaming out of the White House like a baby having a tantrum in a department store. That's for sure. And the mother has to drag them out because she's so goddamn embarrassed. Thank you, Deborah, for your super chat. And Lori, thank you. And Jim, thank you, of course. Jim, always with the super chats. I really appreciate it. This is how we'll keep the show going. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Devlin if you want more shows. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Guyon, thank you. Thank you, Guyon, for your super chat. How's it going? It's going. Oof, it's going. So uh, the other thing I want to say is I thought Trump was so rich. If you're, if you're rich, why do you need my tax dollars to pay for your rape defense? He's always sucking on the goddamn 
federal treasury like a lamprey. That's because he's not rich, morons. If you're a moron out there on my chat, some not you guys, the idiot that popped in earlier. If you're a moron, ask, a- answer me this. Why? How? How? How come somebody who's supposed to be a billionaire has to pay off a porn star in installments? Really? How come? <laughs> Is Newton Huff back? On the chat? Oh my god. Why am I being hara- harassed by Trump Z's? Well, whatever. That's because I'm doing it correctly. Excuse me. I answer my own questions. So, here's the thing. I'm sick of them. <laughs> in case you haven't noticed, I, I don't give them an inch. You can't. You have to crush them unapologetically. And you have to, if you have any interest in creating a functioning society. You realize that the society, it's not functioning now. So w- one thing that annoyed the hell out of me besides everything else, was, okay, Bob Woodward's book comes out, and, of course, all these revelations, it's not a revelation, all these Trump on tape, okay, great, wonderful, it's good to get him on tape, although, it doesn't matter what they get him on tape doing, he could be murdering puppies on tape, or describing the uh, the beauty of it on tape and the twitler the 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 trump cult they'll buy whatever bullshit he peddles oh those were they were um liberal puppies or they were radical they hated the bible they hated god puppies yeah and the idiots will buy it the morons, the America haters. But the other thing that Trump said, well, why didn't Bob Woodward, why didn't he come forward? If it wasn't, uh, if it was such a bad statement that I said, how come he didn't come forward? And then people, well, that's besides the point, but others were saying, why didn't Bob Woodward come forward it's true you know why and they're criticizing him so it's okay now you see it's like michael cohen every other every other person that has a book that has revelations about trump whatever what i mean even um what's his name Mueller. i almost forgot his name there for a second where, where the hell is Mueller? Oh, w- Mueller kept quiet instead of really... We, got, we have to act like the house is on fire because it is, but the problem is so many people, they... Th- I think that they give Republicans, Republicans, excuse me, too much credit or something they they 
assume the goodness, the ultimate goodness in the Republican Party. Like they have an interest in a functioning democratic republic when they don't. So, so Bob, I mean, uh, Mike, what's his name? Mueller stays quiet the whole time. So, and allowing Twitler to own the, just own the whole dialogue. Oh, it's a, the fake Mueller investigation, the fraud, the unfair, well, everything is unfair to this scumbag. Yeah, it's unfair. But not in the way he thinks. It's unfair because he's a filthy, disgusting traitor and a liar and a tax cheat and a draft dodger who got fewer votes. Who's got a bunch of morons cheering him on because they hate America more than he does. But they asked, people are saying, well, why didn't Bob Woodward come forward? Well, here's the thing. When they write the obituary of the American Republic, they will point to the fact that they're, one of the, one of the, the failings was the decline in community spirit. There is no actual patriotism anymore. You think Bob Woodward? You think somebody might be like, this is a problem. I got to tell my fellow Americans before they die. No, he sat on it. He had to wait to finish his book. Not giving a shit about anybody but yourself is now the only American value. You got a book? You got some bullshit you got to sell? You're hucking and hockstering and huckstering or whatever the hell? You coming up with some kind of scam or some kind of way to uh, separate people from their money? You separate your fellow Americans from their money? Well, it was advantageous for him to wait with the, with the, uh, with the recordings until... His book was ready. You understand? So when your mommy, your pappy, your granddaddy got the coronavirus and died, or anybody else, when you suffered, losing your job, when you're standing on the food line, oh, well. Oh, effing well. Bob Woodward like all the other American patriots, all the American entrepreneurs. Well, he had a book to sell. That's, I mean, hello, that takes precedence. The, your personal bank account takes precedence over any community spirit. Give me a break. Community spirit? Are you kidding me? We can't even wear a mask. So you, th- you expect somebody who has this information to come forward? 
to save their fellow Americans? <laughs> oh, man. That's rich. I know. Save your fellow Americans? What? That's what it's about nowadays. This is why we are 34, number 34 out of 35 best places to raise a family. That's why. That's why we've plummeted on the social index. On the uh, social progress index. And nobody's talking about that. You better believe it. That's why I ask you to be a patron to support the show. You turn on corporate media? What are they talking about? The horse race. Who's up in the polls, down in the polls, up in the polls, down in the polls, up in the polls? It's sickening. Isn't it? I mean, really. Why aren't they talking about this, the, the decline of the American, of the American dream, because you know why they've re, they've redefined the American dream, that's for sure. Now it's the American dream is you can be an entrepreneur, like Bob Woodward. You give a shit about nobody but yourself. That's the American dream. Be a selfish prick without apology. Be a dum dum. Don't wear a mask. Don't give a shit about anybody. Try to come up with a scam. If you can't come up with a scam to get money, hey, that's the American way. What are who cares? Oh, you don't have um, you don't have health care. Oh well, you don't have. Oh, you got a big um, bill. You got a bill from your college. Oh, well, you, what were you doing? You shouldn't have got, you shouldn't have went to school. You should get as much education as you can afford, as Mitt Romney said. Like in the good old days when the, before the American Revolution. I just saw another story on somewhere where Americans are going to, to Mexico. I don't see this on corporate media either. They're, they're fleeing, they're flooding into Mexico for medical care because they can't afford it here. You know, and the coronavirus, it's a lot of money. $10,000, people are coming away with a, a bill for $10,000 for a coronavirus test. And forget it, you get, oh, we should all know that we should get the corona, if you have the coronavirus, it will be covered. Well, oh, I'm sorry, you only had the flu. You had irritable bowel syndrome, you didn't have coronavirus. You had cancer, oh, that's tough luck. Tough goddamn luck, guys. You didn't have a 
You didn't. Ha- In fact, you know what? I I was watching corporate media because that's what I do. I hate watch corporate media, and I scream into the night. And what's his name? The guy who's married to Pete Buttigieg. He was saying he wrote a book, and he was like, "Oh, you know, we're all we. It's really important for." for uh, the American people to see them, themselves represented in their politicians. Okay, whatever. Fine point. And it's, I know for me, he was saying, I had a lot of medical debt. I had a lot of uh, student loan debt. And I, I, I want people to know that you're not alone. I had all of these things too, so I can I can relate. Never what? So where's your outrage? What about your what 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 is this shit? With your husband pushing this Medicare for those who want it bullshit, and taking money from the insurance racket. It's what I'm talking about. Getting on corporate media, then spreading that shit. Like it's, oh, this is the way it is. It's natural. It's just a natural thing. Oh, I just happen to have a lot of medical debt. Nothing wrong with the system there. Who the hell? What? In every other country, they'd be like, are you, uh, you need a, a knock in the head or something? Like, wake up. It's really important. Oh, I'm so glad to know that the politician's husband had a lot of medical debt like me. Oh, isn't that wonderful? We're all unified. It's very important that we can all relate that we're, what, nothing but pawns in, or or nothing but hosts from which to suck profit in this sick, goddamn sad excuse for a democracy. Yeah. It made me so mad. Oh, come up here, honey. Come on. That's Tara Jr. Come on. Get up here. Tara Jr. Jr., ladies and gentlemen. Hey. What are you doing? Tara Jr. Jr., everyone. Wait, what the heck? You're moving the goddamn microphone away from my face. That's not how the show works. Ladies and gentlemen, Tara Jr. Jr. All right, Jr., relax, kid. So, well, Trump was telling us... Let me see if there's anybody else on who's annoying me on the other feed. Oh, God, yes. Thank you. Tom says, keep telling it like it is to these terrible people. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Cynthia says, there is no one here at Periscope. That's because I blocked the assholes. No, um, come over to YouTube. <laughs> yes, and what else? Where is... Someone is saying, replying to Newton Huff... I thought I've, that was a, 
a Trump and Z. Maybe I can't see him. Maybe he's tra he's chatting and I don't see what he's saying because I muted him or something. And he's but he's still there. In spite of me blocking him because he was irritating me. I I can only take so much. Yes. But you got to become a patron. That's why. So we can do shows every day. If you want to do a show every day, that's what's going to... That's what it's... it's uh, I can't talk. Well, hopefully I'll be able to talk, but... It will take the community. Well, all right. But speaking of, that's why I brought that up. The community spirit thing. It's... That's community... There is no community spirit. Community spirit... That the, the fact that Bob Woodward is not shamed. Yeah, he's, he received a little bit of criticism. I know that's the cat rubbing on the microphone. All right. Don't look at it, Tara Jr. Jr. Don't look at it. It's probably too tempting not to whatever the hell they do that. But yes, um, the fact that he should be publicly shamed. He should be ashamed of himself to do that, to come out later. Oh, oh, guess what, guys? I had this critical information that could have saved a lot of lives. Unbelievable. And everybody's like, yeah, well, that's, well, what do you want? He wanted to write a book. He was writing a book. Yeah. He needed money. That's all that matters. Uh, and how old is this guy? At the end of his life, eh, he has no shame. You understand? He's not even ashamed to do that. There is no public shaming. So the next person will follow suit. Hey, well, Bob Woodward did that. So next time I have critical information that might save a lot of lives, I'm going to keep it to myself because I have a book. And then, well, Sin City says he had to fact check. To fact check? You don't fact check. It's coming out of his mouth. It's just what he said. You're not fact checking it. It was just his opinion. So then when he comes out and starts saying things like, oh, it's going to disappear. Oh, it's just like a virus. I mean, it's just like the flu. It's nothing. It's 15 people. Then it's going to be down to one. It'll be none. And then it'll be none. And then he started switching. To, it's the Chinese, the Chinese virus, the China virus. It should never have come here. I swear. It should never have, well, it's here. And all the while, Bob Woodward is sitting on these tapes, knowing that he is lying to the American people nonstop. That's disgusting. Oh, it's the end of the show on Progressive Voices. Guys, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. It is not the end of the show for the rest of us. So if you want to hear the rest of the show, go to, well, become a, well, become a patron and also uh, subscribe on YouTube and subscribe on iTunes. 
Give the show a good review on iTunes. That'll help. What else? Um, we stick together, we win. Remember that. Because we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. My name is... Oh, damn it. I missed the cue. My name is Tara Devlin. I got to do that better. There has to be a better way. Oh, that's going to sound really bad on progressive voices. going to be like, my name is Boom. All right, whatever. Who cares? I, I mean, I don't stress about that shit. If I did, I wouldn't have a show. Look at me. I wouldn't leave my house. All right. I'm just... Uh, I'm, I'm exhausted from life. So, here's the thing. So, Trump, he wants every... Here's the other thing. <laughs> I keep saying that. Here's the thing. Here, the other thing is Twitler. He wants us all to believe that... Uh, well, I didn't finish my other thought. Whatever. That... He was only keeping us from panicking. You know how he is. Well, we don't, he doesn't want to panic the American people. Because he cares so much about the American people. Never mind all the times that he panicked the American people. Remember how, well, I, we already brought it up, how Biden was going to hurt God. <laughs> I find that amazing. How does anybody take him seriously, okay, after saying something like that? Hurt God. I think God, I don't know, I think God is going to be okay. Hurt God. God? How are you going to hurt God? I challenge you. I demand a trial by combat, God. My God, we're all in a trial by combat. God, hurt God. Well, here's some from the Washington Post. Some assertions Donald, I don't want to create panic Trump, has made since February by Philip Bump. I'll just get to the meat of the matter here. Even though I shouldn't use that phrase as a vegetarian. Okay. Trump told the Washington Popes, well, we were, well, this is, we already went through this, but Bob Woodward on February 7th about the danger posed by the coronavirus since that date. Here's a partial list of occasions on which Trump and his re-election campaign have deliberately sought to whip up fear to bolster his re-election chances. That evening, Trump spoke at a North Carolina event. He said, you see what's happening on the other side? They want to take everything away. They want to destroy everything we've built. We've got the most successful country in our history. Really. They say that with a straight face, the con man. Oh, of course he says that. He's the one that said, become a Trump University moron and you'll be a successful businessman like me, who's not even a successful businessman. They want to take it away. You, we've got the most successful country. Yeah, we're only 34th out of 35 
countries in which to raise a family, best countries in which to raise a family. We're only the least upwardly mobile of all of the um, developed countries. We also have the widest income gap. We have millions of Americans declaring medical bankruptcy every year. Well, it was down to, because of Obamacare, it, got, it was gone, gone down to half a million a year. But that's on its way up again because Twitter is destroying the, um, any protections that we have, which are pretty slim. We also have one-third of the American people who can't, who can't, just can't retire because we don't have that anymore. That's for, that's for people like Bob Woodward, you know what I mean? Not for us. That's for those who have some kind of racket going. They write a book or something. They, they get some critical information. That's not for you and me. We're out here to just to be the hosts from which to suck profit. That's it. The dupes, the dum-dums. And there are legion of us. Well, not, I don't consider myself dumb. That's a curse though, frankly. Kinda is. Must be nice to really think. Well, no, maybe it's not nice to think that Twitler is doing a good job? How stupid do you have to be to think that a con man who has spent his entire life as a con man lying, a tax cheat, a draft dodger, who pays off porn stars in installments, who has a long history of stiffing his workers, of bankruptcy. He's already been fined by the government years ago for laundering money for the Russian mob who praises dictators. I mean, he's such a scumbag on every level and you think that he's your, he's your hero? How, st how stupid. That's what's so depressing that there are so many stupid people in this country. And you know what? They're stupid. Of course they are. They're racists. They're stupid racists. And there are studies. Stupidity is connected to racism. Of course it is. They're afraid of the difference, the other. Oh, help me. I want everybody the same. Because I want everybody like me. Because it's scary. The world is big and scary. There are many, many different types of people. Maybe they don't believe in God. Maybe they have a different God. That's scary. Oh my God, I hate them. I goddamn hate them. Oh, it's time that they are scared, frankly. Well, here's the thing. It's not that that's the wrong way to put it. It's not that... I don't, I don't really want to scare them. It's not about scare. See, because it's a testament to progressivism in, as a whole that when we, have a, when we are in charge, when we have a functioning society, even them, even the idiots, they benefit. 
What are we doing? What happens whenever they take control of a country? There has never been a successful and happy conservative government. It's the truth. Every time conservatives, cons, they get their greedy, grubby fingers around the neck of power, what happens? They've done studies on this in England during Margaret Thatcher's reign of terror against the working class. They, they, suicides go up. Death by despair. They turn people against each other. There's always problems of working people getting kicked in the teeth because conservatism is the ideology of the elite. Always has been, always will be. That's why the goddamn Republicans have to pretend to be. Oh, we're the working class. We're for the workers? And honestly, it's the DLC Democrats that allowed them that in, frankly, by, you know, Clinton turning their backs on the New Deal. NAFTA, CAFTA, all of that. Everything. God, they fucked us. All right. Um, Where was I? So that evening, Trump spoke, spoke at, oh, yes, I wrote, I said this already. They want to take everything away. They want to destroy everything we've built. Yeah, damn right. You didn't build anything. You built you built a, a pile of shit and death and corpses. I'd like to destroy the mass graves. Well, well, not to destroy them after the fact, but I would like not to need them. I would also like not to have mobile outside makeshift goddamn morgues sitting outside the hospitals. Filthy, disgusting losers. A warning about the Second Amendment. The Democrats want to take the guns away. <sighs> Unreal. Good. They want to take away everyone's gun. They want to destroy the Second Amendment. Well, that's the only amendment that counts. Sort of like with their fake God, the Jesus, the fake conservative Jesus they pretend to worship. How the only thing that their Jesus is about is gay bashing. You know, that's the only holy obligation to a conservative. The conservative Jesus? My God. Please. It's a joke. I don't see them feeding the hungry, housing the poor. I don't see them... What, giving all their, all their wealth to the poor and following Jesus? No, no. They got a lot of, they, they certainly screwed that whole message of go visit somebody in prison, caring about your fellow man and woman. No, they turned that into prosperity and gay bashing, of course. It's just gay bashing. God supposedly gives a crap about um, whether people with the same peepees form a legal marriage contract. Because freedom. You know what I mean? Freedom. You're not free to form a legal marriage contract to 
spend your life, build a life with someone of your choosing because you got to have the pee-pee patrol see if you have the appropriate combination of pee-pees. The, you know, again, infants, infantile, incapable of leading, babies. That's babies are hyper, um, they're hyper aware of their peepees. They're very fascinated by their peepees. And they also think they're the center of the universe, not just the peepees themselves. They, but most humans, normal people, normal humans grow out of it. Not conservatives. Not Republicans. They're worried about the peepee. We are worried about having a functioning democratic republic, having health care for all, demo- well, just democracy, a f- an economically vibrant working class, therefore a functioning democratic republic that works for more than just the 1%, when we shouldn't really have, I mean, the 1%. There's no reason for having a... There's no reason we have billionaires. That's, that is a, uh, the antithesis of a democratic republic. That's the, they're the antagonists of a democratic republic. They should be... There should be no reason for them. Well, that's... Oh, God. That's another... Oh, my God. That's another battle... And the corporate media. Remember, I, I can't. Every time I think about it, whenever I talk about it, there should be no billionaires, I think of Chuck Todd saying, So, um, Mr. Bloomberg, Bernie Sanders says that there should be, that billionaires shouldn't exist. Mr. Bloomberg, should you exist? Shut the fuck up. I should bitch slap that Chuck Todd. The useless Chuck Todd. Mr. Bloomberg, should you exist? Shut your Vichy French, not French, Vichy class war collaborator. That's what he is. The fee, he's, a, he's a collaborator in the class war against the American people. Mr. Bloomberg, should you exist? What kind of a question is that? And honestly, I have to say, you know, I was for Bernie, but, you know, he should have fought. He should have been like, what kind of shit is that? What kind of question is that? Mr. Bloomberg, should you exist? Billionaires shouldn't exist because they are antagonizing a free democratic republic. What is so hard about explaining that? That's why we have an estate tax, or used to. That's why we have high marginal tax rates, or used to. And it used to be commonly understood. I don't understand why Bernie never just said, excuse me, Chuck Todd, with that kind of effed up frame of a question. But it's not about Bloomberg personally. And none of us should be begging Bloomberg for a trickle. And, and people do it all the time. Mr. Bloomberg, I, I saw an article the other day about how Bloomberg hasn't donated to Joe Biden 
Now, where's Bloomberg? He said, or whatever, he said he was going to use his money to unseat Trump, and he hasn't been using his money. Well, why should we effing care? Why should we have a system who cares about whether Bloomberg, what Bloomberg is doing? That's not democracy. Shut up, Bloomberg. And, and shut up everyone who is begging him. That's what they're doing. That's democracy? Let me beg Bloomberg? We can have a functioning democracy? Oh, where are you, Bloomberg? Help us, my lord. Trickle on us, my lord. And nobody seems to... They don't seem to find this offensive, which is why I find it offensive and why I do the show and why I hope that it is the show is supported. God damn it. Because why? 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 Why do we have to have that constantly pumped into our homes? God damn it. That's, that doesn't help. And Chuck Todd, I, God damn it. Why? Why? Why is there a Chuck Todd on my TV screen? What is he bringing? What does he add? What does he elucidate? Nothing. He comes in with questions. Should you exist, Mr. Bloomberg? Bernie thinks you shouldn't exist. Oh, isn't that mean? We're so mean to the billionaires. They care so much about the billionaires, what their feelings, their fragile widow feelings. So we should not have a functioning society. Let's all not retire because we got to make a billionaire. It feels so not feel bad. Let's all not have schools or roads or anything that makes a society make us maybe go up a little on the social progress index instead of plummet down where is chuck todd when we're plummeting down the social progress index oh yeah he's in the he's in the ivory tower he's hanging out with bloomberg and the likes this is how bad we have it how much has to change. They hang. They hang out together. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he hangs out with Bloomberg. I don't know, but he hangs out with the powerful. You goddamn know. He thinks. Oh, <laughs> that's why he's so goddamn smarmy. He he loves it. He loves the access. He loves feeling like he's. Someone in the, on the in crowd. He don't give a crap. Who's on a food line? Who can't retire? Who is going to Mexico for medical care? He'll use his platform to spread the corporate, oligarch, anti-democratic, I got mine, that's the American way, we shouldn't give a shit about anybody else, party line. Jesus Christ. And there's no... That's that's the problem. We don't have a functioning media either. 
We don't have a fun. Well, it's all connected. We don't have a functioning democracy. We don't have a functioning media. We don't have a functioning everything. What is functioning here? Making the rich richer? That's functioning. That's why we have questions like, Mr. Bloomberg, should you exist? Instead of getting to the point, should a billionaire exist? Should there be billionaires in a country that is supposed to be a democratic republic? Are billionaires detrimental to a democratic republic or do they help a democratic republic? Or are they part of the problem? Are they why we can't retire? Are they why we live check to check? I never hear Chuck Todd talking about how the American people are living check to check. He don't give a shit. He don't live check to check. And he's got his. He'll have, he'll have Bob Woodward on, meet the press on Sunday or whatever. Somebody, he'll get, gets that big access. Lots of eyeballs, lots of buku advertising bucks. But, you know, if this was a functioning democratic republic, what I am saying would be in front of millions of people, not just, I'm not saying me, I'm saying this message. And Chuck Todd would be on YouTube saying, please become a patron. Honestly, that's really, that is the, really a mark, a hallmark of how sick, sick this country is. And we are. Why? I, I, the American people, they're all, oh, I, I, the other thing I heard on corporate media was they're saying about Joe Biden and Florida, how Florida, how Joe Biden, if Joe Biden wins Florida, um, you know, it's over and Trump needs to win Florida. And, but he's really, he's getting, um, more popular or whatever with older Americans when Trump had that that constituency cornered but the real the problem is because the older Americans they're and oh and the some some Cuban Americans they're really afraid of this socialism because they escaped socialism and they don't want to see socialism here in the United States. Conf- conflating Joe Biden with socialism. They, they're afraid of Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a socialist? But this is what they're saying on MSNBC. They're not voting for... They, they're afraid to vote for Joe Biden because they don't like the socialist policies, you see. What so what what? What? That's called gaslighting. Socialist policies. What socialist? Anytime we we the people say we're tired of living check to check, that's not democracy. We want to join the rest of the world and have Universal health care. We want to join the rest of the world and have universal 
paid leave. We want protections in our old age. We want to retire like the rest of the world, the rest of the functioning world. They say socialism. That's just socialism. And Mr. Bloomberg, you know, he's got to exist. We can't be mean. Mean to him. But pretty, pretty, please, Bloomberg, can you please? Where's your... Can't you put some money into the ads? And stop this this terrible Trump, who is obviously a, an asshole and a fascist. But we won't mention that. We just want to get back to normal. Get back to normal, uh, where you can't retire. Normal, where we're 34 out of 35. Best places where to raise a family. That's normal now, you see. And Chuck Todd, <laughs> you know. He's, he don't have any, he's got a lot of people watching. He'll never, ever, ever add anything that's productive or helpful. He will always hold us back. That is the class war against the American people. And it is raging. And they have, they've already won. They have won. Of course they've won. They're dancing in the end zone. They won when they, well, Bill Clinton signed the Telecommunications Act. Then they won. They knew they were going to, dum-dums. Watch this, dummies. So they sign NAFTA, CAFTA. They start sending jobs overseas, and they consolidate the corporate media. And corporate media starts glomming up all of the mechanisms of, uh, of uh, communication. <laughs> and then, what are you going to do? They just hammer home. You don't want that social. They don't want to vote for that socialist, Joe Biden. Get the F out of here. What, th- somebody actually had the nerve to say that. And then nobody challenged it. It's frightening. They allow it. They just la- uh, let it keep going. Let the lies, the stupidity. Oh, and the other thing. Oh, my God. Holy God, help me. <sighs> when I was watching the corporate media earlier, I, I'm sorry. I bring it up because it's so, it is that important. In my opinion, we need a liberal media. This is the liberal media. And it needs help. And here's why, really. Where the heck is it? Did I fucking grab it? Oh, hello. Here you are. Get back up here. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's so polite. He taps me on the leg. (laughs) He's very cute. And then he says... Like, he's like, hello, can I come up? All right, sit down. I'm trying to make you sit. All right, relax. What are you doing now? He doesn't want, he's pushing my hand away. All right, listen to this. Five per 
You know, this is 5% versus 1% and less than 1%. Sometimes they just get the sniffles. You know, so this is deadly stuff. This is their new hoax. You just breathe the air, and that's how it's uh, passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. Now it's turning out it's not just old people, Bob, but just today and, and yesterday. Some it's a very tricky one. Young people young are immune. immune to this disease. The, the younger, the better. And especially if they're not wearing masks. Can you make sense of this, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> the reason I played that was for her reaction when we come back from that. Anthony Scaramucci, what is the sense? Can you make sense of this? What are you acting like you're confused? Can you make sense of this? He's a liar and a con man. How's that? Can you make sense of this? I'm fascinated why and how the corporate media keeps, they, they play along. So get ready. Get ready to endure the rest of your life listening to the corporate media and the people in government. What, go, they will rehabilitate Twitlers, everything. Trust me. Media, they're going to rehabilitate him. They will act like he was a legitimate president where legitimate people legitimately voted for him and he legitimately squatted in the White House. Not the dangerous, fascist, inept, incapable, and illegitimate president, so-called president, that he is. Everything they do, they have to... It's like a pantomime of a functioning democracy when it's not playing this game. Keeping people dumb. Can you make any sense of that? Why would he say one thing to Bob Woodward and then another thing to the American people? Because he's a con man. And when he was talking to Bob Woodward, he was trying to act like the big man. Look at, oh, Bob, this is really, it's tough. This is, this is really, it's not like your, you, what did he say? Your strenuous flu? A strenuous flu. What the hell's a strenuous flu? I know. It's it's unbelievable. It's on. Yeah, it can it makes sense of it for sure. Makes I mean, sense. A jigsaw puzzle that's been ripped apart and thrown in President Trump's mind, and so you're seeing that fragments of honesty and then fragments. You're whole fragments and dacity. And so how can we have this guy be the leader of the free world or the leader of this great Republican democracy? And so uh, if that's a warning label to people, uh, and Bob Woodward writes it in the last chapter of his book, he's got 50-plus years of experience as an investigative political journalist, and he says very clearly that the president is on it. We didn't even get to the derogation of the military. Alex. All right, whatever. The point is... I had to grab that clip because I was like, can you make any sense of this? Yeah. Do you have eyes? Do you have ears? Do you have a memory? Have you, have you been paying attention for the last three and a half years? How about the however many years before Twitler began squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes? 
And that's what it is. They gotta make like, oh, this is a normal thing. I don't even get it. Why would he say one thing in private and then come out and say the complete opposite? I can't make any sense of this. It's so bizarre. Is it, are you confused? Uh, Anthony Scaramucci, you, another liar. Can you, um, another self-aggrandizing, self-seeking liar. I mean, please, he got fired after 11 days. What do you, th if he would still be there, I don't know. Why was he even there to begin with? He didn't know before? No, they're another self-serving, self-dealing, self-seeker as all good Americans are nowadays. You're just supposed to worry about yourself. Nobody else. You know, all the... Uh, sold. That's why the soldiers are losers, right? They sacrifice. Someone who died for this country? What a loser. They didn't have a book. They didn't go on book tour. They didn't come up with the scam like Amway or something to separate people from their money. No Papa John's pizza, no Mr. Pillow, whatever, my pillow. They didn't do any infomercials. They just wore the uniform and <sighs> foot sacrificed their lives. What a bunch of dupes. Suckers. They didn't even, what? I mean... Losers. They didn't hold any information back to save for their book. Right? What kind of what kind of life is that? Not I don't get it, as Twitler said. Well, it's all of us that we should all be appalled and ashamed of ourselves. Really? Where's the community spirit? There is none. Before I, the show, I'm looking at the time. It's almost over, the show. Thank you. I want to say thank you, Anthony, who says, keep, you keep the truth visible. Thank you. And thank you, Rusta, Rusta Davey, Rusta Dapsy, John G. Thank you, John and Guyon and Stephen and Terry, and Shannon, and Renee, and, and Stephen again, and Deborah, and Laurie, and Jim. Thank you all for all of your super chats. That keeps the show going, and so does patrons at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. But, yeah, there's no more community spirit, and we, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about that? That's how we have, we, that's how we will have a society. There is no society without a community spirit. Without us, we're in this together. E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. And we discussed this before. I was, we were talking about the Roman history, and I was recalling this, uh, this podcast, and a Roman historian had made a comment which I found very interesting and it made me sad for this country because he was saying that most many people they think that this that Rome conquered the world 
because of the military. But it but they lost more than they won. What conquered Western civilization was their community spirit, their civic spirit. They were in it together, and we're, we have a long way to go. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. Every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels, hit the subscribe, hit the like, hit the notification so you know when we do our weekday specials. And become a patron so we can do a daily show. That'd be nice. And remember what I say. And I I mean it. We stick together. We win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy, humanity, dignity. I'll see you soon. All right, my friends. That's the end. That is the end. This is the end. Well, it's not the end end. You can also um, join our Discord page. How about that? I would like that. It's in the description. Join the Discord. And I want to see pictures. Okay. I want to see pictures of your pets. Oh, hello, Ted, in the chat. I just saw you in there. And Zenny and Haiku and Andrea and Wit and Patricia. Patricia is in Discord. So is Haiku and many others. Covert White Rabbit, Lori, Lee in New York City. Thank you all, Errol. Thank you for hanging out. Zenny. Yeah. And Anthony, thank you. Who else? Who else am I missing here? Norman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Norman says, Tara, all of those people are Neanderthals who should go back to hiding from the humans. Love you, sister, and I love you back. What else? Stephanie, hello. Paradou and John. Hi, John. Yeah, and where is Greg? What? Greg isn't here. That's weird. He's always here. Maybe he's out. Sometimes he goes out on occasion. Anthony, I hope he's wearing a mask. We don't want any any losses anybody getting sick llama drama thank you and who else Darius hello and Mark our millennial correspondent Guyon and Errol Paradou I don't want to miss anybody Ed Ted different from Ed Ed the first and Jim guys and Andrea yeah all right my friends it's been fun I gotta go because I'm exhausted from life hello Stephanie at the end hi Miss Tara hi I hope like I said guys 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 if you can become a patron do it did you mention Tara Jr. Jr. Lee 
did I mention? Did I mention? Oh, he's not happy. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He doesn't like being used. He's not a he's not a piece of meat. He's not a prop. He's not a toy. He's a baby. He's very l loud. <laughs> he's a good boy. I didn't mean to. S he was resting comfortably. All right, let's try it again. He's not happy. What's the matter? I'm sorry. All right, Cranky. I hope he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. There he is. <laughs> he's all right. He's all right by me. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> he's a good boy. He just doesn't like being held like a baby sometimes. That's the way it is. I get it. He's a grown man. All right, guys. So hit the subscribe and the like and the notification bell. So when we do a, uh, do a show during the week, I would like to do them more often. You'll be notified. All right. All right. Is that too much to ask? It is sometimes. All right, my friends, my friends, my friends. I will. I gotta go. Because I have to cut the show for Progressive Voices now. That's a whole other goddamn process. It's like another goddamn job. Bye, Ted. I'll talk to you soon. And don't you have to be a star in order to dance on the show? John Spicer was no... Oh, oh, you're... I'm jumping in on a conversation. I don't know. All right, guys. I gotta go. I'll see you. And so Tara Jr. Jr. will see you. He's, <laughs> you hear him yelling at me? Do you hear this? Do you hear this? He's scratching himself now. What's the matter? Maybe he, he's got allergies, maybe. A skin allergy. Maybe he's not happy. I'll take him to the vet. Alright, I will see you very soon. Yes, you too. You'll see them too.